0: Konnichiwa and welcome to another episode of Japan Rugby Weekly. I'm Doug the Translator and in this week's episode we'll go through the recently announced 39-man training squad for the Japan Brave Blossoms. Let's go! Welcome back everyone to another episode of Japan Rugby Weekly. Like I said, I'm Doug the Translator, and we've got a bit of news this week, uh, so we'll make this another recap episode. No interview, but we've got a few great interviews coming up uh, in the next few weeks, so make sure you check those out. But before we get into this week's topic, this week's news, I'd like to share a bit of exciting news about the podcast. Uh, we've had a sponsor since the time that we launched, uh, Activate and Recovery Pro, which is a activation and recovery brand. Created by one of our founding members, one of our favourite uh, co-hosts last season, JK, Joe Kamana. And a few seasons ago, he started up a company uh, which made affordable, very high quality recovery products, activation products. Uh, for professional athletes, but also for anyone who's looking to uh, take their recovery, take their activation uh, to the next level. Uh, free shipping to Australian Zed. So especially if you're in one of those countries, make sure you uh, check it out. And when you do check it out, use our promo code JRW15 to get 15% off. So thanks again, Joe, for uh, helping us out. Uh, Make sure you go check them out. Use our code. It helps support the podcast, but also helps support Joe as well. Thanks again, Joe. And uh, yeah, make sure you go check them out and our pro. But now to go into our news of the week. So this week, uh, the JFU announced a 39-man training squad for the Japan national team and five players in the national development squad who also will be joining them in that camp. And this is all in preparation for the autumn test matches that they have. Uh, This squad isn't uh, the final squad they will be playing in all those games. It's just a training squad at the moment. They've got two camps, one in Miyazaki in Kyushu and then also in Beppu in Kyushu as well. And then next month, on the 23rd of October, they'll be playing their Wallabies Australia uh, in Oita before they travel to Europe to play Ireland uh, on the 6th of November, Portugal on the 13th of November, and then Scotland on the 20th of November in Edinburgh. So, uh, got a very exciting calendar for uh, for you Japanese rugby fans. Oita was one of the main uh locations for the rugby world cup in 2019 i went to one of the games there great uh, stadium great atmosphere so hopefully as long as covid allows it uh, it should be a great atmosphere great game there against australia who beat south africa twice in the rugby championship so to go a bit more in detail in depth into the uh 39 man squad there are a few players who weren't uh who didn't travel to europe in the summer who have rejoined the squad one of those is the halfback from Santuri Yutaka Nagare, who played in the 2019 World Cup but didn't travel to Europe uh, recently. It looks like he's refreshed, back, ready to go. Also got uh, Isireri Nakajima, yeah boy, from episode 7 of season 1, uh, is also back in that squad. The prop from the prop from Kobe, which is good to see him back in the fold. we got James Moore, who again was a guest last season, uh, Yaki Mori. Monster, who was previously with uh, the Hino Red Dolphins, recently moved to Yokohama Cannon Eagles. You got Ben Gunter, who was last week's guest, joined by Jack Cornelson and Dylan Riley, who uh, make up the trio of the Bank Co. Make sure you go check their stuff out as well. Great products. Uh, Again, got Shane Gates, who made his debut in the summer season. Timothy. Lawhaere voted one of the most handsome rugby players in Japanese rugby. Obviously we have Kazuki Himeno who was recently playing with the Highlanders currently at the Toyota Verblitz where last season's co-host uh, William tupo is currently playing. And obviously can't forget Mr. Michael Leach, uh, the captain of the training squad who again was one of our guests last season as well. So make sure you go check that out if you haven't already. So yeah, 39-man squad. Uh, looks like there's a good balance of youth and experience there guys like Dylan Riley who hadn't been here long enough to play in the other tests this season um he will qualify soon so uh hopefully he'll get a debut for them which will be a big plus for not only himself the country but also the company he plays for Panasonic uh sounds like Jamie's given all the members' uh, training programs throughout summer, which they've all been doing so they can come to those camps at Miyazaki and Beppu in the best condition possible. Obviously, it will be an interesting game against Aussie, who have been playing high-quality opposition for a long time now in the Rugby Championship. Uh, So they'll be at match condition. It'll be interesting to see uh, what the Japanese players are like, who, especially because... The competition over here at the moment is in off-season or in the early stages of preseason, So it'll be interesting to see how they go against them. But again, the squad that they've named has got a lot of potential, a lot of young guys, a few older heads. Uh, And the squad will be going to their first camp, the Miyazaki camp, on the 29th of this month, of September. And the 39 players, including the 5 development players, will be cut down to a 36-man squad roughly I think that's the plan at the moment and they're planning on announcing that final squad on the 15th of October as well before before their game against Australia Uh, one notable omission was was Kotaro Matsushima who uh, I think is still in France so uh, I'm guessing he's not going to be at the camps but will join the squad once they all go to uh, Europe so uh, obviously they'll give a few of the younger wingers in the team a bit of a chance to show Jamie what they've got. Uh, obviously, you don't have Kinki Fukuoka, one of the fastest players to uh, play Japanese rugby. I think he was uh, electric. He's retired now. He's, he's now starting to be a doctor. So he's uh, not only a great athlete, but very smart as well. But yeah, without him, yeah, Matsushima for the camp and uh, the Australia game, it'll give guys like uh, Masadewa Asemisi masadewa and... Uh, Fafida as well, uh, Naika Buddha, who is a new uh, winger from Toshiba who's joined. And then also uh, Taichi Takashi from Toyota Verblitz who so will give those guys an opportunity to put their hand up. Uh, guys like Shane Gates is also, I uh, normally plays centre in uh, domestic rugby but he can definitely play on that wing as well if need be. And not to forget guys like Dylan Riley as well. Uh, so it's exciting for those young guys to be given an opportunity. Uh, will help the depth of Japanese rugby for sure so again sorry waffling on a bit but that is the training squad will be cut down in a few weeks but uh hopefully Jamie and their team can get them all ready for their uh autumn test series it's great that they're playing an uh, own good opposition in uh Scotland and Aussie and stuff but also teams like Portugal as well hopefully uh, that should be a good game I think that's been played in Portugal as well uh so can't wait to see how the team fares against uh the Portuguese and yeah, make sure you uh get behind the Brave Blossoms when they finally get out on the field again. It's been a little while since they last played, so hopefully, uh, they get a lot of good support. Hopefully, the games are easy to watch all around the world and uh, you can all get behind them. And uh, there was also a bit of news, a bit of different news come out uh that came out this week with uh, Kose Ono, uh, one of the stars of the Brighton Miracle a few years ago when Japan bet. South Africa in the 2015 World Cup, Uh, he has announced his retirement. He uh, in the first five, played for a number of seasons at uh, Santori, uh, carved it up there, played for Japan, obviously. He was one of the key members in the Eddie Jones uh, team. I think he was originally uh, picked up by John Kerwin when he was a coach, Uh, but he's a Japanese guy, but uh, with great New Zealand English. Uh, I think he grew up in New Zealand and yeah, played as rugby in New Zealand as well. But a great ambassador for Japanese rugby. I think his first club in Japan was maybe uh, Sanex. Went to Santori and then the last season he went back to where it all started. And Sanex uh, gave back to them uh, last season which was great to see. Uh, so yeah, good luck in whatever you are doing next. And can't wait to see you carve it up in your next uh, career. Uh, but being able to speak perfect English, Japanese, sure. There's a lot of. There's going to be a lot of great opportunities uh, with his rugby knowledge as well. Uh, can probably do my job better than me, and I'm five years into it. So yeah, uh, great news for him. But yeah, I guess I've uh, got a bit more linshu to do, a bit more practice to do. But sorry again, it was a bit of a short episode. I just wanted to uh, give you guys an update on the new on the news regarding the training squad a bit of info on what was happening uh with the autumn test because a lot of that is in japanese the best place to get it in english is the facebook page rugby news japan uh a lot of great info on there uh, from rich freeman one of the reporters who reports on rugby over here in japan and again a huge thanks to joe and the team at anr pro make sure you go check them out uh great products use our code jrw15 uh yeah help us out and uh go get yourself some high quality products uh, but like we always do before we go uh like just finish on a japan word of the week uh japanese word of the week uh previously we had words like kuchi sabishi or a lonely mouth or mouth is lonely which uh basically means you eat when you're bored or eating out of boredom we also had betsubara, uh, which means a you know, separate stomach which basically means you have a separate stomach for sweet things or for dessert, even if you're full, you can always put dessert in, which is uh, definitely a phrase that I live by. Uh, and I'm not sure why all of these are food related. I think it's just because I do these episodes before I eat, uh, so I'm always hungry. But the word that I've got for you this week is Nekojita. So Neko, cat, uh, shita means your, it can mean down or bottom or things, but the kanji that they use for this is tongue, so Neko, tongue or cat tongue, which basically describes uh, describes someone who has to blow on their food heaps or wait for it to cool down before they eat hot food because it's too hot for them. They can't tolerate the uh, heat of that hot food, hot temperature-wise. And yeah, I think it's something that originated ages ago, like the Edo period. Uh, But in Japan, a lot of the food is just real, like piping hot when it comes out. And he's most Japanese people just lap it up. they just eat it straight away. Uh, but if you're not someone who can do that, if you've got to wait for something to cool, uh, then yeah, you might get described as having a nekojita or a cat tongue. Uh, don't know if cats don't like hot food or whatever. I uh, don't know where it came from, but yeah, that's your uh, word of the week. Uh, not if you're living in Japan try using in conversation you might be able to use it with the other words uh or kuchisabishi as well uh, maybe if you've got any uh, words that you want to learn in Japanese uh, send them through on the Instagram on the Twitter uh, through email if you've got any questions about J- Japanese rugby you've got a few uh, tricking through uh, might do a episode dedicated to all those questions uh, shortly as well so if you've got any that you want to get answered make sure you Make sure you send them all through and I'll try to get to uh, order them as soon as I can. But, like I said, can't wait for the Japan Brave Blossoms to show the world what they got again. Uh, I'm hoping just to get stronger and stronger get a bit more exposure with this new league, this new competition that's going to start next season. Got a lot of great players over here, good coaches, and uh, hopefully it all helps to grow that Japanese game, grow, grow the level of the uh, younger Japanese players as well. And yeah hopefully they can be a powerhouse in rugby for years to come but again thanks so much for listening to me waffle on for so long next week will be episode two of our translator series and we've got a very special guest for you there unique story so can't wait to share that with you Uh, but thanks again for listening and uh, ganbarimashou